Want more energy, clearer skin, better digestion, better sleep, and a better overall mood? Who doesn't, right? And yet what most of us don't realize is that all of these things, plus so much more, are directly related to something called gut health, which is exactly why I'm totally obsessed. And after today's episode, you might just be too. Welcome to the Ditch the Carbs podcast, brought to you by Thinlicious. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and here we'll talk about everything from the science of weight loss and metabolic flexibility to practical tips for making your health a priority in the midst of a very busy life. It's the perfect blend of insightful education, practical application, and good old-fashioned motivation. So buckle up, friend, because it's about to get real. Hey there, and welcome back to the Ditch the Carbs podcast. Once again, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I am the founder of Thinlicious and the Thin Adapted System, as well as the New York Times bestselling author of seven books. We are now heading into week three of this new podcast, and I just got to tell you that it has been so fun, not just to be recording again, because I really do love podcasting and just this medium for sharing content but also just to see the incredible response to the podcast so far. The reviews and the emails and the DMs that y'all have shared have been overwhelmingly positive, and it just gets me so fired up about where we're going and how this podcast has the potential to help so many women transform their lives through transforming their health. So thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for your support and for your enthusiasm and for helping to spread the word. Thank you for subscribing and for following and for posting your reviews. It's a big deal for a brand new podcast like this. And I am so, so grateful for you. All right, getting a little emotional here. So I got to reel it back in, but let's talk about today's episode because you guys, I am so fired up about this one. Seriously, it is basically my favorite topic in the whole world, gut health. It's a thing. In fact, it's a big thing. And I'm not even joking when I tell you that I am literally completely obsessed with gut health. In fact, I'm so obsessed that it's it's actually become a running joke for my husband and our friends. They have turned it into a drinking game. Every time I start talking about gut health, they drink or at least they pretend to drink depending on what we're doing. I swear, I swear we are not drinking 24 hours a day, but I digress. So how did I get so obsessed with the topic of gut health? Well, I guess it really started with all of the research that I was doing into metabolic science and what causes us to gain weight in the first place. Because the more that I started to learn and read and discover about insulin resistance and hormonal imbalance and about all of the negative effects that sugar and refined carbohydrates have had on our bodies and on our health, the more I started to learn about the impact these same foods have on our guts as well. Because honestly, it's it's all related. And that's what we don't always realize, how much of a beautifully complex system of interrelated processes our bodies really are. It's 
Sometimes almost like we think our health issues occur in a vacuum within their own area of specialty. And so we see cardiologists for heart issues and dermatologists for skin issues and oncologists for cancer and GI doctors when we need a colonoscopy and our OBGYN when we need to get that annual exam of our cervix. And we go to a psychiatrist when something is wrong with our head. And the medical world has trained us to think of our bodies in terms of all these unrelated pieces, each with their own unique symptoms and markers. But really, it's one system that is irrevocably interconnected. And if something is off with one part, then something is off with the whole. And do you know what is the very center of this whole interconnected system? You guessed it, your gut. So let's talk about it, shall we? Starting with what we actually mean when we talk about gut health so that we're all on the same page. So what exactly is gut health? Well, in its broadest form, when we talk about gut health, we are talking about a measure of how well the organs and tissues in your digestive system are functioning. So in case it's been a while since high school anatomy, This includes the stomach, intestines, colon, liver, pancreas, gallbladder, you know, all those kind of vital internal organs. And again, while all of these different organs sometimes get talked about or focused on separately, the reality is that they're all part of the same interconnected system. But when we talk about gut health, we're not just talking about good digestion, because a big part of gut health has to do with what's often called your gut microbiome which is composed, comprised of all of the bacteria and other microscopic organisms that live in your digestive, digestive tract. And we sometimes refer to these as good or friendly bacteria in contrast to the bad bugs that can take over if your gut health gets all out of whack. So why is this important? Well, it turns out that this gut microbiome plays a huge role in just about every aspect of your overall health and well-being, from your immune system to how you process and make use of the food that you eat to your mental health and cognitive function. And did you know that most of your serotonin, that which is often called the happy chemical, is actually made in your gut? It's true. And so it really all boils down to this. If your gut is healthy, you are likely to be healthier. And conversely, if your gut health isn't up to par, it will throw off so many other areas of your life and health that it's not even funny. And so when we talk about gut health, we're talking about the whole gamut. We're talking about how your body is taking in and absorbing nutrients, how it's eliminating waste and toxins, how it's protecting itself from pathogens and foreign invaders, how it's responding to stress and hormones, and about what's happening with your microbiome. And that, of course, brings us to the next big question when it comes to gut health, this thing called leaky gut that everyone and their dog keeps talking about. I'm sure you've heard it. It's a term that gets thrown around a lot, but do you actually know what it means? So what is leaky gut? Well, in a nutshell, leaky gut is a condition in which the walls of your digestive tract become permeable and leaky allowing toxins, bacteria, and viruses to enter your bloodstream. It's basically a physical weakening of the barrier between the insides of your intestines and the rest of your body that can occur for any number of reasons, including, but not limited to, poor food choices, stress, medications, and nutrient deficiencies. But I know it doesn't sound good, and it's not, 
right? When this happens, it sets off a literal domino effect of inflammation in the body. And that inflammation causes all sorts of problems, everything from skin conditions like acne or rashes to autoimmune diseases like Hashimoto's or Crohn's disease. It can also lead to more serious issues like food allergies, malnutrition, and even depression and anxiety. In other words, leaky gut is bad. It's very, very bad. And it is something that you want to avoid at all costs. Or if you think that you might be struggling with leaky gut, it's something that you have to get serious about healing because it will literally change everything for you in terms of your health. So I guess that brings us to the next question. How do you know? How do you know if you have a leaky gut? Well, the simple answer is you don't, at least not definitively, because it's not something that typically shows up on conventional lab tests, at least not yet, not on blood tests. Yes, there are online companies that offer mail-in stool sample tests that will tell you a little bit more about what's happening with your gut microbiome. But honestly, you probably don't really need those unless you're really interested in seeing what's happening with your with your microbiome. Because honestly, guys, the statistics about gut health are actually really grim. It's currently estimated that 80 to 90 percent of the population has some form of leaky gut, 80 to 90 percent. So basically almost all of us. That's crazy. But then when you think about the fact that what we eat is directly contributing to gut health and that the majority of what most of us eat is the reason for that, um, it's not all that surprising. And so rather than trying to find a good test for whether or not you have a leaky gut, a good place to start is by just looking at the signs and symptoms that tend to accompany leaky gut syndrome and other gut health issues. Because chances are, chances are higher than chances are not that you have some form of leaky gut. So let's spend a little time talking about some of the big signs that there might be something wrong with your gut. All right, so first off, there are the digestive issues. Now, this could be everything from bloating, constipation, and diarrhea to things like acid reflux and indigestion. But if you're having pain or bloating or you feel uncomfortable or trouble going to the bathroom, you're you're stopped up, right? Like anything that's wrong with your digestion is probably related to some form of gut issue. So there's that. Then there's also a whole host of seemingly unrelated mystery symptoms that could also be attributed to leaky gut. So those include things like joint pain, um, food sensitivities, even if you don't think you have any, headaches and migraines, chronic fatigue, brain fog, ongoing skin issues like eczema or acne or allergies, It could also include things like anxiety and depression, hormonal imbalances, and even unexplained weight gain or trouble losing weight. And finally, there are all the common diseases and conditions that can be directly attributed to leaky gut. So these most commonly include autoimmune diseases like Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, uh, Crohn's disease, lupus, and and inflammatory diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and even chronic fatigue syndrome. 
And so if any of these symptoms or conditions sound familiar to you, you either have been diagnosed with them or you know that you might be dealing with them, it's probably time to start thinking seriously about your gut health. Because when your gut is healthy, the rest of your body tends to follow suit. But if it's out of balance, all sorts of problems will start to arise. And that's why it's so important to focus on your gut health and take those steps towards healing your gut if you think something might be wrong. So what are the benefits then? What can you look forward to when you actually heal your leaky gut? Well, the most obvious benefit is that all of those symptoms and conditions I just mentioned will start to go away, right? You'll just be like, oh, I don't notice that anymore. Not only that, you'll have more energy, you'll have better digestion and regularity, improved mental clarity, fewer skin issues, more balanced hormones. You'll also have a much easier time losing weight or maintaining your ideal weight because your body is finally functioning the way that it should. You'll also be able to enjoy a much wider variety of foods without having to worry about food sensitivities or allergies because when you heal your gut, those issues often go away. Plus, you'll be able to absorb more of the nutrients from the foods that you're eating instead of having them pass straight through your system. So that means better overall health and fewer nutrient deficiencies. The bottom line is that healing your gut can have a massive impact on your overall health, and it is totally, absolutely, 100% worth doing something about it. And I guess that brings us to the question of the day. What can you actually do about it? How can you start healing your gut? Well, the very good news is that there are a lot of practical steps that you can take to start improving your gut health. And honestly, there's steps that really aren't that difficult. They're not that complicated, but they will require you to be more intentional about what you're putting into your body. So first and foremost, and this probably won't come as a huge shock given the name of this podcast, I would recommend cutting out as much processed food and added sugars as you possibly can. Basically, cut the carbs, guys. Cut the carbs. Ditch the carbs. <laughs> Honestly, these really are the biggest culprits when it comes to unhealthy gut. Uh, sugar and all other carbohydrates, which your body essentially converts to sugar, is what feeds all the unhealthy bacteria in your gut microbiome, which in turn prevents the healthy bacteria from being able to thrive. So getting rid of the carbohydrates, getting rid of the sugar, getting rid of the processed food really is a must if you're serious about healing your gut. You know, and I know that's hard. I know that's hard for a lot of people. I get so much resistance, so much pushback on not wanting to give up all the things that you love. But when you realize how much better you feel and how good it will make you feel and how much it will change everything about, about your life when you start feeling better, it's worth trying. It really is. It's worth trying. So that's number one, is that you've got to cut out sugar and refined carbohydrates and processed food as much as possible. Second is that you want to include plenty of fiber-rich whole foods in your diet because the fiber is what it's called. It's, it, they call it sometimes fiber. Um, another word for that is a prebiotic, right? And that is what helps to feed the good bacteria. And it's what helps to promote good gut health ultimately. So good sources for the fiber are things like nuts and seeds, green leafy vegetables like spinach and kale and collards, cruciferous vegetables, that's a hard word to say, like broccoli and cauliflower and healthy plant fats like avocado and coconut. 
Also, fermented foods like yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, and kimchi are really good for your gut health as well. So getting as many of those kind of foods as possible is really, really good. Third, you may want to consider adding a good probiotic to your daily routine. So this is just a supplement, right? But a a really good probiotic. So make sure when you're choosing a probiotic that you're looking for one that has been kept refrigerated, right? Find it at the natural food store, something that it has live, um, the live micro biobes in there, whatever they're called, because that's going to help repopulate the gut with all of those healthy bacteria that are so important for proper digestion. And I will say this too, this is especially true if you have been on antibiotics recently or if you take other medications that can upset the balance of your microbiome. Medications um, and pharmaceuticals are not good for your gut. And so I don't, I don't even take Advil anymore or very, very rarely. I'm so hesitant to take anything that might, uh, might affect my gut because it all does. So be really mindful of when you're, you know, just popping those pills, you might not want to do that, but if you are taking medication, then a probiotic is even more essential. The fourth thing that you'll want to do is try to avoid lectins as much as possible. Lectins are found in many plant foods And they are very hard on the gut. Um, They basically dig little holes in your gut and your gut wall. And so can can directly contribute to leaky gut. And some of the most common culprits for lectins are things like beans, lentils, grains, whole grains, nightshade vegetables like tomatoes, bell peppers, and eggplant. So if you are trying to actually heal your gut, it's probably best to avoid some of those for a while. Fifth, definitely want to make sure that you are drinking plenty of water throughout the day, especially if you are eating a low-carb diet. This is going to help flush out toxins and aid in digestion. And it can't just be like you drink it all in one fell swoop, right? Some people try to drink like a whole bottle of water in the morning and then they're good for the day. doesn't work that way. You have to be drinking water throughout the day, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, so that it's actually helping you to hydrate. And then finally, my biggest recommendation right now is to actually join our next upcoming 28-day challenge here at Thinlicious, which is going to be starting on July 3rd. It is called the Healthy Belly Challenge, and we are going to be focusing on, you guessed it, gut health. And it really is the perfect way to get started on your journey of healing your gut while at the same time resetting your metabolism, supercharging your energy, balancing your hormones, shedding excess pounds, because remember, it's all interrelated. So when you're working on one thing, you're actually working on a lot of things. And during the Healthy Belly Challenge, like I said, we're going to be specifically focused on improving your gut health and your core strength, essentially making sure that your belly is healthy both inside and out. If you've never participated before, you should know that our challenges are really fun and such an incredible way to get motivated to make changes for your health and well-being that are actually going to stick. It's where we see that our customers tend to have the biggest breakthroughs and where they most often have those moments where things just click, right? All of a sudden, they start seeing real progress in their health and weight loss journey where maybe they've struggled in the past. And the cool thing is that 
Once you've joined one of our challenges, you get to participate in all of our future challenges for free, which is a pretty awesome benefit. We host them once a quarter, and we have found that this rhythm really helps people, including me, stay on track, right? I always have the next one to get to look forward to so that I know that if I happen to, you know, get a little off track or get a little busy with life um, and feel like I'm not, not always focused as much as I would like to be on my health, then it always kind of brings me back in. So during the challenge, in case you're wondering, you'll receive four weeks of meal plans. There's also daily coaching emails and videos and access to our private Facebook group for additional support. So it's just a really fun, supportive environment where you get to ask questions, you get to learn a lot, and it's just great. So Again, the Healthy Belly Challenge starts on July 3rd. That's very soon. It's in a couple weeks. And all you have to do to participate is get signed up at thinlicious.com slash challenge. So once again, that URL is thinlicious.com slash challenge. And I will say this too. If you know that you want to be part of our challenge, don't wait to get signed up because you're going to be able to access the materials and the welcome guide and all the things instantly as soon as you join the challenge. And there's a getting started checklist that you'll probably want to go over ahead of time so that you can feel prepared and ready to hit the ground running come July 3rd. So guys, just to wrap things up, the biggest reason I am totally obsessed with gut health is that it's literally at the center of everything when it comes to health. If your gut isn't healthy, you're not healthy. In fact, You're likely struggling with any number of issues from poor digestion to fatigue, autoimmune disorder, allergies, inflammation, weight gain, and the list goes on and on. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping women get their gut health back on track because it really is the single best thing that you can do for your overall well-being. So hopefully you'll join me for our Healthy Belly Challenge in July or at the very least start taking some of the steps that we talked about today. Avoid processed foods and sugars as much as possible. Eat more fiber and prebiotic-rich food. Take a probiotic. Avoid lectins and drink more water. You might just be amazed at what a difference it makes. All right, you guys, that about does it for this episode. I will be back again on Thursday with another inspiring interview. But in the meantime, don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you like to listen to be notified of new episodes and then go get signed up for the Healthy Belly Challenge at thinlicious.com slash challenge. I'll see you soon.